1: Welcome to the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 186 of the Central and Indian's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by uh, producer Zach Burcham and co-host Dakota Davis has joined us again today.
2: Today's episode features, well, another co-host, Cade Coger. <laughs>
1: oh, he's not <that> a guest? <laughs>
2: no. Oh, hell. And well, The three of us are going to be talking about all kinds of different things. There's a wide range of topics. We're going to be talking about the Big Ten... Uh, Tournament in sports ball. Uh COVID numbers. <laughs> it's not a tournament, it's just a rise. game. <laughs> and then also open door violations here in Henry County and uh
1: some investigation and complaints that have been going on with that, that is not a we got constructive feedback from uh from the Jacobs family. Darren's daughter doesn't think anybody laughs at so my jokes, but I'm gonna make one anyway. Um that's an open door violation it's not for not closing the bathroom door when you're in there. That's that's a different it's a problem uh, no one dare laugh at that yeah gotcha. nobody dare gotcha. somebody just ran off the road laughing at it <sighs> i'm still Big laughing down. i'm still Big laughing at sports that. ball he makes <laughs> that joke every time yeah. it's
3: sad and just like a basketball ring
1: yeah yeah down there in town. the old basketball ring we just did a patreon that was cool we got some gifts they're on the table here yep do you want to know who they came from check out the patreon that's right do you it's want a secret. story as to why t- uh why Cade's got uh, got shiny skin on one side? Patreon. Do you, you want, want to know why th- somebody needs a new truck? Patreon. You want
2: to know why I had a boating accident?
4: <laughs> Patreon.
2: You want to know why Chris Guppy isn't here? Because he's a loser. Because <laughs> he's
1: always...
3: No extra charge for that knowledge. Always got the same problem. <laughs> Oh,
1: is Guffey watching from home? Have we checked? Have we checked the uh, chat to see if he, he's in?
3: He has not been talking Either to Either
2: way, I have two chat. things to say for to Chris Guffey tonight. First of all, thank you for submitting your payment for the cutting board that I'm making you. And also, uh, thank you for your service,
1: Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Broyles is already in the chat wanting to know what bet I was trying to place. I finally got it made. I passed the location to ch- attempt check on the fourth attempt here. Uh, I got Robert Woods and Or Cooper Cup to score the first touchdown on tonight's Thursday night football game. 10 bucks will pay out $55. Big money coming our way. Make that bet on your phones, everybody. If you live in Indiana yeah, or Tennessee or anywhere, put that 55 back into the show. We reinvest the profits. Yeah, into the show. They cover the losses from earlier in the week.
2: <laughs> and uh, since Jeremiah's not going to be picking up and throwing any money this way, we have to rely on the people at patreoncom boss hog of liberty. That's where you can go to support the show on a monthly level. We have a different tiers you all get access to the fake the facebook group and that is where we do an, an extra live stream before the show every week you also get access to show notes uh we just sent out a bunch of cool stickers and postcards um with the logo and some pictures of our favorite episodes to all of our patreon members that provide their address and uh, that was just a, that was a little special thank you gift to those guys because uh, we support them and everything, or we thank them for everything that they do. And if you donate at fifty dollars or more a month, then you get a shout out at the front of each and every episode. Those folks are Chris Lamb, Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, and Mister Anthony Meyer. And uh, real quick, we're going to talk about Anthony Meyer. He is a uh, he's a trucker. He he, runs, he keeps us fed. He runs those convoys going down the line. Drives an eighteen wheeler. And uh, yeah, he's the he's the guy that uh, he he keeps the the all of your everything that you need, all of your necessities. He he's the guy that that's going to take those to distribution centers. He's going to take the things that you order online; those are going to be get shint get sent to warehouses through guys like Anthony Meyer. He also has a GoFundMe set up because he's wanting to take his uh, his trucking independent. He wants to be a free spirited man. He wants um, to pick his own routes and work for himself. That's right. And we have uh, Zach, producer Zach, over there. If you can go and post a link to Anthony Meyer's GoFundMe page, I don't even think that Zach is listening to me.
3: I am listening <laughs> to you. I'm okay. actually pulling
2: it
4: up. He's going full Guffy <laughs> <pulling laughs> over oh, there and he's playing. Yeah. He's playing Brick Breaker. He didn't even look up
2: at me. He's just staring he's down He's over there at his trying to put Guffy time. out of a
4: job. Yeah.
2: So. That's not hard. <laughs> oh. oh, So, producer Zach, if you could find that GoFundMe link and you post it in our uh, our comments section on the live stream, that would be greatly appreciated. I know that Anthony Meyer would appreciate it. I donated to his GoFundMe. Uh, I know Craig DeCosta, um, another Patreon member, donated to the GoFundMe. He's just trying to raise a few thousand dollars to get this thing going off the ground.
1: So I also uh jumped in on that tonight. Did you? I did. I'm in. Okay. I'm in for uh for for twenty five. Twenty five. I mean, I mean if I had won some more pets I could have helped out more, but it's just not it didn't work. Not to, you know, say that I'm a better person than
2: you, but I I mean you're twice as good as I
1: am, according <laughs> to that. <laughs>
2: Did you find it, Zach? It's on my yeah, Facebook it's, page. It's in there. Okay.
3: I, I was like, I was actually oh, I looking. See I now. had the, I had the BHOL thing ready and I'm like, oh, now I have to go through this. I'm like figuring out. Got to redo. Yeah. I've got, to. got to redo. All right. You got some swag to sell,
1: don't you? Dakota? That's right. And then we can move on to the, uh, to, to the notes, which by the way, I did post the fa- notes in the Facebook group about 30 seconds ago.
2: Tchip.com slash BHOL one, two, three, four, or BHOL mug. That is where you can go to get all of your Boss Hog Liberty merchandise. One, two, and three are all different T-shirts. You can get those in regular T-shirts, premium T-shirts, long-sleeve tees, sweatshirts, whatever your heart desires. They are made of ultra-premium material, and I also hear that they are infused with uh, hemp and aloe vera. But, that you know, (laughs) don't take my word for it. Go buy them and find out for yourself. And we also have the Protect Yourself line, and that is our masks. So you can go and get a Boss Hog Liberty.
1: Mask. I thought we were selling AKs. I was. Yeah, <laughs> we lost all those. Yeah, Biden. Biden was elected. We now have a line of guns, everybody. We have, yeah,
2: and they're all branded with our logo.
4: <laughs> Super hard to come by right
2: now. Yeah, oh they also have a surefire light on them, and whenever you press the light, it's our logo that shines out.
1: <laughs> we have a family Christmas right now that uh, that everybody's trying to you know, Facebook group. You drop in your links to your Amazon wish list essentially or the kinds of things you want. And everybody's trying to get my brother to say what he wants, and he just keeps saying he wears a size nine millimeter. So I don't know <laughs> I don't luck. know what he's gonna get. Good luck right now.
2: Either that or he's trying to make everyone go broke. Uh, he's gonna well, get twelve well, rounds. Oh, I was just gonna make I made a surefire comment. And I think one thing that um, if you're not a gun person and you don't under, you don't know the advancements in light technology that has been made the past mm-hmm. few years. I have a I've I can't remember the model number, but on the rifle that I lost in Westwood, <laughs> I had a, a surefire light attached to that, it and whenever I show it to people who don't know just shine it outside, they're just absolutely blown away. Yeah. By just the beam. Yeah.
1: Like the beam can, is like can, as far as a bullet's going to go. You can go. throw a light all the way out to Cade's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We occasionally send we can signals. signal to
4: each other. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go boating in the morning? You're
2: going to cause each other to go blind because you're just you know, <laughs> hitting each other with lasers for a thousand yards. I didn't even know how light it was going to be until I got
1: it. So you shined it right at Audrey?
2: No, I took it outside. So we were having a fire. This was a couple years ago at my house. And I was like, oh, I got this new flashlight. I'm gonna take it outside, it's a clear night, and I should just shine it like and it was like illuminating my entire backyard. Yeah, it's amazing. Yep. I my
4: whole knowledge of flashlights up until and if, that point, if that was like, a couple years ago, it's probably outdated now. Honestly, I'm sure now it's it's ridiculous. I, now
2: I have I carried this the the Streamlight Micro, yeah, and is that this thing from, is extremely bright? Yeah. Is
1: that from solar power or wind yeah. power? How does that how do those batteries there's get the electricity?
2: There. There's <laughs> a little USB charger right there. Well, yeah,
1: but that's micro doesn't make USB the power. Don't, don't you
2: know anything about electricity? No, there's a battery inside of it, too. <laughs> and then I charge that using all renewable
1: resources yeah. you with get the, the windmills little, that I have in spice. You get your personal windmill and then your little hydro
4: hydro. Yeah, you're, you're tapped into the grid at Randolph County. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ran my own line, <laughs> which they're expanding by the way. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> I have a friend who lives in Why Maryland. are you so troubling? Why do you, why, why do you just. I drive to, through it every day. Yeah, I, haul, I haul my corn have to ruin people. To the ethanol plant in Randolph County through the wind farm that's in Randolph <laughs> County. You know, opportunities I, that Henry County could have. I think had, they but, just
1: pay the people that live there now uh, all the extra tax money they have. Everybody just gets a check like you're in Alaska. Sure. You just get an energy check.
4: Yeah. They have awfully nice roads too as soon as you cross the line, man. Pfft.
2: On 36? Smooth. Yeah, because the wind farm company has to pay
4: to have them repaved when they're done with them.
2: Yeah. Uh, all clean right, clean their contract because if they didn't, they kind of demolish. The Be road. careful.
4: We're going to have Annie Gray here in the... Oh, I mean... Annie, <laughs> 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 Annie Wilson in the comments. What fake news
1: are you peddling over here, buddy? <laughs> I did not see that one coming. That was a good one. Uh, Annie Gray. Is Annie Gray a registered voter in this county? Um, can you
4: produce any... Hey, we're moving yeah. on. All right. Hey, can anybody uh, trace IP addresses for me? Hit me in the inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I got something I want to prove. You got a project. Also, a word from our sponsor, Express
2: ExpressVPN.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so the Big Ten. The Big Ten is a football conference, and it's a basketball conference. It's where uh, young men and women get together to play uh, to play sports in a fair. Where boys become men in a fair and reasonable way. There used to be uh, ten teams. Now there's fourteen, uh, mostly midwestern, but they also go to Maryland and New Jersey for TV money. <clears throat> That's probably the first signal that they are into this for money. They weren't going to play football this year, Dakota. They said it's too dangerous. COVID is bad. It's not going to happen. We're breathing all over each other. Some of the legacy football schools said we have to play. It's important because Ohio state has a really good team and Michigan thinks they're good and Wisconsin has to play. So we have to, we have to have a football season. So they said, okay, fine. We're going to start late. We're going to try to force together a football season and you're all going to play each other and you're going to schedule, I think eight games in the regular season and We'll have a championship game from that. Whoever is the best in the two different conf- two different sides, East and West, because there's too many in the Big Ten. There's seven teams, so they have to have a winner in each side. Championship game gets played in Indianapolis. They said as long as you complete at least six of the games, you'll schedule eight. As long as you guys get six of them in the books, the best team in the East and the best team in the West, they're going to play for the championship, and we'll see what happens. Ohio State had a game against Maryland get canceled. They had a game that they canceled against Illinois. and then this week they had a game with uh, Michigan that got canceled. Ohio State is 5 and0. They've only played five games. Indiana is, I believe seven and one they lost to Ohio State, but they've played two extra games. so they've completed the required number of games. They were supposed to play Purdue this weekend. And Michigan canceled their game. Later, Purdue and IU are like the hell with it. We can't play either. COVID. There was conversation that since you didn't make the six games, we're going to... I've lost Dakota. He's just staring at...
3: I'm reading comments.
1: He's he's not paying attention as I'm trying to set this up. I'm going to slap him.
2: Basically, what I know is that some people canceled some games. Yeah. So basically... Other people didn't cancel their
1: games. Ohio State is the number four football team in the country and they think that they can get into the national championship game. But to get to the national championship game, they need to play in the Big Ten championship game. To be eligible for the Big Ten championship game, you needed to have six games. This week, they found out for sure they're only going to have five, so the Big Ten immediately reset the rules and said, I'm sorry, Indiana University, even though you should have gone because you played all the games you were supposed to play and you stayed healthy, and you never canceled any football games, but Ohio State actually had to cancel one because of their COVID problem, and then two more got canceled. They said, we're going to reset the rules, and we're going to go ahead and let the five, the team that's played five games all year, they're going to get to play in, the, in this because everybody, every team, all 14 teams, are supposed to get like $6 million in TV money. So they're all taking a check. Mm-hmm. I, you be damned.
2: Listen, man, money talks just like the it's, election.
4: It's almost like uh, the theme for 2020s has just been moving goalposts. Yeah, we
1: reset. We, we set up the rules again because you know oh, the only reason they were going to have to they were going to play football this year was so that they could help Ohio State get in the national championship game. Yeah, and they're the one chance for a Big Ten team to make the national championship. So that's what they did. So you're going to protest and not watch the games? No, I'm going to call it out mm-hmm. on my podcast. But it's it's the same thing. It's 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 literally the exact same set of scenario uh, that you saw when Todd Young got 497 signatures in the congressional district. They changed the rules so that the chosen one could move on. Yeah. So I and hope I hope that the blue you're blood pointing Republicans, this out.
4: It's, it's worth noting. I'm a Purdue fan. You're pointing this out as a Purdue
1: fan. Yeah. I I I'm just calling out what's right. wrong. Right. Right. That's that's the whole point.
4: You're being consistent. I'm yes. so saying rules are rules, and they should be
1: followed because they're rules. I'm saying that you have a set of rules you had an entire conference agree to you said you have to play six games find a way to get six games you guys only got five but you we think you're better so we're going to go ahead and just change the rules but when
4: that kind of money's involved which yeah. which doesn't pay the players
1: no it doesn't go to the players right. they get room and board and they get they get yeah. an education but that's not what this conversation's about it's wah, wah, about wah. it's about are are you going to do the right thing or not that, that was a bad consistent? take jeremiah ooh <laughs> <laughs> It's the haves and haves nots That's that's <laughs> yeah. the point. And it's yep. not just politics. We talk about it in politics all the time, but it happens in sports as well. Things are arbitrary as hell. Yeah. It's the nature
2: of the world. Kids don't get paid for making millions of dollars for people who already have millions of dollars. And meanwhile, you have people feel like, like, like Jeremiah who say that, you know what, you have a place to live, so you should be happy.
1: I feel like you maybe should get more emotional about this since they are coached by a Newcastle Trojan. Tom Allen, who Probably will get an offer to go coach Tom somewhere Allen. else.
2: Tim Allen. Tom Allen. Tim the Toolman Taylor. No, Tom.
1: <laughs> Tom Allen, Newcastle Trojan graduate, is the uh, the head coach of the uh, of the Hoosiers. Been going well. Hmm. So, anyway, it's uh, it's pretty much ridiculous. That's all. Yeah. That's my complaint. I, I you don't seem to care, which is fine. But just remember the kids. Remember the children. The young student athletes who just got robbed. Indiana's yeah. having their best college football From what season I know of it, in 40 I, years. I totally yeah, agree.
2: And they've been yep. totally hosed.
4: Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah, it is going to, it'll, this will go down in history because Jeremiah will bring it up year after year. Consistently. Make sure you guys don't forget, but make sure you guys also boycott it. Like we all boycott the NFL right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> doing Zach, things that we don't like. Hey, producer Zach, should these people be pissed?
3: Yeah, they should. You start out playing a set of rules, and then I, and, and like in this case, you know, sometimes you, you know, you're like, oh, whatever. But like some of these guys are seniors. Yeah, they've come up. This is their year, and they're for IU. They're playing out of their mind. And oh, but I'm sorry, though, you're not. You're not the team that when, this.
2: When was the last play. time that IU was in the Big Ten championship? They've game.
3: never made
1: the Big Ten championship again. That's a new uh, a new but they, thing. But they
2: could have. If it wasn't for
3: them, if it wasn't for world. the
1: Ohio State thing, they would have made it this year. Wow, yeah, that's they really something to be upset this about.
3: Yeah, that's the thing you think about with like.
1: I mean, all they, all they kind of like, earned it, right? They, like, they they did lose. They they did lose to uh, Ohio State in a very close game. They they were behind. They they almost came back. They but they did lose the last time with with the equivalent of being the the champion of the Big Ten. I know what the Rose Bowl was. is the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and IU played in it in 1968.
4: Most of their season has been upsets though. I mean they played- Well, I mean they beat they beat Penn State,
1: they beat Michigan
4: Michigan, yep.
1: They beat Michigan State, they beat Wisconsin, yeah. they nearly beat Ohio State. Yeah. That's if you were gonna earn a spot that's as much as you're gonna get you that. earned a spot. Yeah.
2: It's crazy. They played four games, they all they nearly doubled the amount of games.
1: And they're and they're in the same so remember we said the East and the West thing. They if yeah. they're gonna change the rules and be arbitrary as hell they're the second best team in the Big Ten. Yeah. But they're in the wrong, they're in the same side of the bracket mm, as yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. So Northwestern, the school from Chicago, the Harvard of the, uh, of the Big Ten, uh, those guys are going to get to go. Even though IU is better than them. So if you're going to change the rules, put IU in there too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It didn't happen. Whatever. They should just I'm,
0: I'm mad ahead.
2: for all of the cactuses. And now, is there extreme amount of outrage about this on Twitter? Because that's where you get things done.
1: <laughs> I, Indiana University can't come up with the amount of outrage that they can in Columbus, Ohio. They are professional outragers. Yeah. The, the, the they are a professional sports team. Pretty that much happens
3: m- to play college football known for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. You think that football is a big deal. And then you go into anywhere within an hour and a half of Columbus, Ohio. And it's the most like, it won't even be football season and you'll just it's see like, it's almost and, a cult. Yeah. You'll go into like, it's like Alabama Denny's fans and like <laughs> yeah. the Denny's is half full of like boomers wearing Ohio state polos. And like the wife's got like an Ohio state, like scarf around her neck. It is. You can just be at a, like a fair or something in the area and just scream. Oh, H I and, and they will launch into a chip.
4: Oh Yeah.
1: Mason was doing that at the Burt Kreischer uh, back in February, back when we were allowed to have fun. Uh, He was just remembering that. that. Yeah. Good times. All right. Speaking about whenever we were allowed to have fun, it looks like we're not going to have fun for a long time because we had too much fun over Thanksgiving. I tested negative. I was responsible. I did the right things. I burnt the hell out of my arms so that I made sure I didn't do anything wrong. Check the Patreon from last week for that story. Um, yeah, so Henry County is, uh, is orange. We are the, we're at level 2.5. Anything above a three turns you red, which is bad. Do we have any red counties yet? Yes. We do have red counties. Oh my God, to Did you, did you check the notes? Uh, it wasn't that way this morning. What? Yeah. What? I sent it to you this morning. Look at this map. It's in the notes. There's red, there's red all the whole West coast of Indiana oh. is red. Yeah. Sarah said Sarah sent it back to me, and she drew a little smiley face. She highlighted the the Donut Counties around the bottom of the state. Yeah, and then she caught. uh I see, I see it. I see whatever the whatever face. the two uh probably uh, Blackford County, maybe Grant County. I don't know Grant and Wolf say Carroll County. You guys can check my math on that Hancock County. Yeah, Hancock County went red yesterday. Shelby County's red. Johnson County, Morgan County. Shame on you, Morgan County and
4: Hendricks just, County. Just looking at that map, this is all Illinois' fault. Yeah, Illinois, obviously. The people of Chicago Ohio, are Ohio, spilling they're over. Not, they're not helping us either. No, no. Uh, and,
1: and the donuts. Does we have freedom. All here? the Republicans that refuse to wear masks in the donut counties, they're, they're also having a hell they of a time. They want
4: to blame us for guns. We're going to so, blame them for COVID. So that's, that's one <laughs> metric.
1: That's the actual grading. But if you go to the, uh, the Indiana coronavirus website, uh, and you look at the percent positive per 100,000, Ninety-two counties, every one of them are red. Yeah, they are all red on that one. That's see, that's the map that I saw earlier this morning, and I was thinking that that was orange. Because no, the whole
2: state was that. Color. <laughs> no, the entire
1: <laughs> uh, the entire state has uh, has has gone red on that metric. On the how many tests are positive per? But now, if we put the Big Ten in charge, we should just change the rules, right? And then we could be orange. Move the goalpost. Move the oh, goalpost. It get is
4: kind a, of a, get a hold of
2: Holcomb. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy with how they're doing this because the sick people are the ones that get tested. The people that feel fine, are healthy, they don't get tested. So your healthy numbers aren't included in the positivity rate.
1: I went.
3: Jeremiah's trying to fight that.
1: (laughs) I went on Monday before Thanksgiving, and I got my COVID test, and Sarah got her COVID test, and they said, Why are you here? I said, I need a test because I'm going to travel. And they looked at me like I had two faces and then they said, are you having any symptoms? And I said, no. And they said, have you been exposed to anybody? And I said, no. And they looked at me really weird again. And I said, I just need a COVID test and they gave it to me. But then, and then the nurse practitioner walked in and she's like, when's the last time you were exposed? I said, I I mean, I'm sure I have been, but I have no known, I have no particular concern. And then she was like, okay, well, you're negative. I'm like, "Ah, okay. So, Y'all are Dakota. You're exactly right. You you set this these rules up so that you have the sick people come in, and then when people turn out to actually be sick, you're then then, yeah, then the, the number only stays people wrong. that are getting tested. You're either sick or you have a known exposure, or you have a reason that you're going to travel or you're going to do something, or you're trying to be safe because you're going to work or you're an essential worker or whatever. Now
2: I read an article today about um, a university. I believe it was in New York. And they were developing, uh, they look like pregnancy tests. You pee on them and they detect the proteins in your urine and will give you, just like a pregnancy test, one line if there's no COVID proteins detected, two lines hmm. if you're positive. That seems
4: better than touching your brain with a
2: swab. Yeah. And they, they were kind of marketing this as like um, for employers. Yeah. Like, when people come back to work and for like music hey,
4: venues. Take this. Yeah. COVID. Go to the restroom. Go pee on this and come back. COVID uh, <laughs> antigen. test. It says I'm tests. positive. Uh, Don't get any on your hands. COVID <laughs> antibody test. I keep getting advertisements.
1: Kroger's supposed to have them for 25 bucks now. So you can go see if you've actually had really? it and you're over it. Now I need to do that. I need to do that. It takes so. a
3: little bit, but some employers should just schedule a Red Cross blood donation and then they do it for free. Yep, I've got. I just signed up for my
1: third uh, my third time. I'm going to give. I think on the 21st, it's they're up in Muncie doing a donation drive, uh, and that's exactly what I've been doing, Zach. Is I've been giving to the Red Cross, and then and then wait a couple days, and you get to see if you've had it.
4: I really messed out on uh, donating when I was positive. I guess there's a premium. For yeah, the antibodies. you, you still paid. may have
1: the antibodies.
4: It's, uh, it's been a little over three months. Me, uh, the science is new
1: you should you should check and see if you have it and then go yeah. up to uh, Mason's been giving plasma because he likes money, uh, and apparently they're paying a big premium on the yeah. south side of Muncie, yeah and then you'd have gambling money
4: right <laughs> or gun money that I can lose in a where you next. could lose so so some more.
2: <laughs> that way you can replace the aK that was lost
1: in Westwood, hopefully so you, speaking of uh, moving the moving the goalposts and, and the other general Terrible, terrible rules. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are playing on Monday night in Cleveland. How and, did we get to this? And they're we're we're done with sports.
2: Talk. Their governor I put it at the top of the their show. Their governor so we DeWine could get it done and
1: over with. Governor DeWine said, uh, "We're not going to enforce the curfew for the NFL because they, they they follow the rules and they're special. So they have they have like a you can't be out past nine o'clock curfew yeah. in Ohio, yeah. and in Cleveland they're not going to enforce it. They said, oh, those guys are wearing masks. They're socially distant. They're fine.'" So once again, if you're special, Dakota, the rules can change. we all know that. Holcomb did say this week, though, that they're not—they're uh, no longer going to allow any variances. The state is not going to allow the counties to make their own decisions anymore when it comes to variances. So if you are in Orange County, no more than 50 may gather. It's time to rise, unless rise up, it's, unless it's church. Go get your boats, <laughs> get your magnets, <laughs> get scuba certified. If you go red, 25, <laughs> 25 is it.
2: That's all you're allowed. <laughs> Time to rise up, Hoosiers. It didn't have to be this way.
1: You had another choice. So the call for violence has been uh, been given at 7.57 by, uh, by Dakota. I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> 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 oh, so are we... Uh, I think the, I, we got the note today that the FDA... I got a push notification. The FDA says that they can roll out the Pfizer vaccine. So they're going to... Indiana so, got like 50,000 doses. First first line people are getting it next week. You know, This is over.
2: The way that it goes, they're going to give it to... I'm sure Kate probably heard this too. Uh, they're going to give it to the folks who took the placebo vaccine in the trials first because of their contribution to medical science. Second, they'll give it to folks that are working on the front lines in uh, medical centers, hospitals, nursing homes, what have you. Next, after that comes other first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police officers, and then it go at risk. And then, well, that's the decision that is left up to each state. Is kind of
1: have to do a cost benefit analysis of if it's we, we Probably should check and see who are the bigger contribute contributors or donors. Yeah, and then see see who who volunteer for the campaign. All his the folks at Eli
2: Lilly have already got it.
1: Yeah, they've all got it. So, and they're good. And then it's probably just a matter of who the makes liquor donations. Lobby, probably. Yeah, In Kyle sense. Hupfer and his people. Yeah. The, those those are the frontline workers, so, so they'll, they'll probably get it.
3: People that look, was like their... a vaccine clinic luncheon for like a five hundred dollars a plate, and like, oh, we'll give you. That <laughs> <laughs> but you have
1: to have two of them, so it's going to raise a thousand dollars, Zach. Yeah. It's, but the the whole question is the whole, after, after Indiana pack. People, by the way, everybody that attends gets the vaccine. It's after all those people get it. Do you
2: give it to the most at risk first? Do you distribute it to nursing homes and give it to elderly folks, or do you give it to essential workers
1: before them? And- I think you give it to the ones. If you're having to to play this game, you give it to the ones that are most susceptible to death immediately, hmm. and then you're going to have the herd immunity. And it, it sounds like that it's only it's a matter of semantics whether you get the. Whether you get it in January or you get it in March, you, everybody that gets it is one more step forward to the, in the herd immunity. So the community spread is going to be reduced more and more and more. Well, I hate to break it to you, Jeremiah, but you're wrong. How so? Uh, there's a fellow that I just listened to, and he's a
2: professor of epidemiology at Yale. Okay. And he said that in order to save the most lives possible, it is actually smarter to give
1: the vaccine to essential workers first because they're sure. the most likely to spread it. Sure. But well, we don't listen to epidemiologists in the state. I just said that <laughs> we, we don't, pose, we don't do that. I pose the
2: question because whenever I first heard that, I think it's the most, it seems like common sense. Oh, you got to give it to the adverse people first.
1: Either way. I, it, it's, it's a matter of, it, it's all going to come so fast at this point that I don't think it's really going to matter. You're talking on the margins. You got. If you're going to get everybody offered a vaccine, there's going to be about thirty percent of the people that say, "Hell no, I'm not putting that in my body anyway." So they're going to get out of line, yeah. and then you're going to get to everybody else anyway.
2: The other problem well, is that the Pfizer vaccine has to be kept at minus fifty. 50- Maybe No, that's the Moderna vaccine. No, the, the Pfizer the is Pfizer. the one that's
1: most difficult. The Moderna is, oh, is, is, is similar to the chickenpox, which is easily transmit, dealt with. Yeah, The Pfizer is going to be one where you have to go somewhere. So you're so, likely going to go to a big city where they have the infrastructure to do it. Yeah, because Walgreens that won't be able to chill things down to that, minus 55 degrees. I, I feel enough. like it's going to be very similar to trying to get a COVID test. In the very beginning, they were incredibly difficult to get, and a month or two later, it's caught up, and you can... It's a bit of a pain in the ass and a hassle to do it, but you can get it. You can get a COVID test. If I need to go to COVID test tomorrow, I can go stand in line the and first thing in the morning and I'll get one. Eventually, I'll be able to pee on a stick and be vaccinated. We could vaccinate you right here on the show.
2: I would so a show
4: that. of hands for everybody in the room. I mean, once it becomes available to all of us, are you guys going to take it? It's a podcast, so a show of hands is not as it's not the best cue. We'll <laughs> do it.
1: We'll do yes. a roll call. I'm getting in line. I was going to start with Zach.
3: Yeah, I'm going to.
1: Yeah, you're doing it. Indy 500, man. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take a vaccine for that. Or vaccine? I'm, I said I was in it. I'll do it because by the time it gets to us,
2: there's probably going to be a few million people who have already got it. And yeah, we'll, I'm not
3: in a hurry.
4: Yeah, we'll wait till it gets to me.
2: We'll we'll have plenty of uh, uh cases to look at,
4: make sure that it's all kosher. I don't think I'm going to get it. Yeah, I've already had it, so I know my body. You're cured.
1: You're you're already you're already immune. Well, and if you've already had it, say, you're probably they fine. Say, they
4: say anywhere after six months after you've had it, you could ha- you could get it again.
1: Yeah, but you're part of the herd immunity we have now. Yeah. So it's very unlikely that by the time everybody gets it, you're gonna ha- you're gonna right. get it a second time. Right.
4: So it seems unnecessary for me at this point. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's I think the death panels it. will agree. Since you've already had it, the death panels are probably not going to yeah. let you get it. Um, Is Obamacare death panels. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. guys. <laughs> now I I did think there's this there's the sweating man uh, gif that uh, that you see all the time on the internet, two buttons, you got to make a terrible decision. Yeah. I was thinking about this for libertarians and I can pick on libertarians because I are one. There's two buttons. One button says the federal government is killing people because they want to prove this drug in time. The other button says, don't take the vaccine. They're trying to kill you. It's the exact same thing, but whichever position that they take, you're going to, you know, I absolutely won't take the vaccine of- because it's 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 going to it's mind control. And then the other button says the, the government's killing you because they're they're too slow to approve. And it's been around for a year and they've killed all these people already.
2: See that. But the thing that most of these people don't realize is that they started working on a covid uh, on a coronavirus vaccine that works with MRNA. Back in 2009, whenever the SARS is this SARS. Does this sound
1: familiar to you, Zach?
3: Yes, Does this did sound like last
2: week's episode. We already talk about this. <laughs> Damn, oh, you guys already talking about. It?
1: <laughs> oh,
2: somebody doesn't listen to his own show.
3: Making note of
4: that,
2: I listened to about the front portion just to,
4: see, <laughs> just to see what you guys say about me. <laughs>
2: whenever you explain that I'm not here.
1: Oh hell! Why isn't he here? Uh, what was the excuse last week? Uh, flipping his mattress or something?
3: Yeah, I had to
2: help move the mattress because I got a surprise delivery. It was a week and a half early, like I told you. we
3: just said they picked up the old one.
2: Well, we... He had to trade with his neighbor. You're trading around. We gave... So, Audrey and I gave our old mattress to her mom and dad. They weren't and, creeped out by that? Nope. And because it is already... <laughs> uh, it well was, broken in. It was... Uh, Audrey's grandma's mattress before it was our mattress. So it's been, uh, it's been around a little
1: while. It's the village bicycle of mattresses.
2: So they had to come and pick up our mattress. Yeah. And then they gave us the a- their crescent. old mattress. It's the fertile crescent.
1: So that, yeah. So a the, fertile crack in there somewhere.
2: So that they would, that the sattva people would take the worst mattress of the two. That was the whole plan. So we had to pull the old switcheroo. Smart. Yeah. Mm hmm.
3: So this is it like your neighbors just sitting you guys watching you guys just hauling mattresses around? There are no neighbors. They are the only neighbors. They control the neighborhood. Col, Colt, Colt. Nobody can see past the
1: German checker in the tall wall, Zach. <laughs> All right. So you got your new mattresses. Are you gonna host Big <laughs> Family Christmas? Hold on. There's a meme. There's a
2: meme going around, and it's uh, uh crap. What's the name of the guy from Waco?
1: David Koresh. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's David Koresh. And he, it's a picture of him holding his <laughs> guitar and standing in front of a microphone. And it says, well, anyway, here's we didn't start the fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, the, you are just an old ATF. You are in just a dark, dark place on the internet nowadays, Dakota. Oh, well, the cult, 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 cult
3: reference is hilarious because that's a that's a time suck thing. yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> all these people that are a fan of that podcast change their profile picture to a Dan Cummins picture. And they all picked the same one. Yeah, He's got like a creeper stash. I had yeah. mine for a couple yeah. days. Yeah.
4: My dad texted me. He was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> in the, in the, like, it's our new cult leader. Yeah, that you know, has been super funny. I've all got, got cool. a six
1: pack of Kool-Aid I'm dropping off
3: yeah. for you. Well, they've all been posting the reactions and the messages that they're getting from people to yeah. change because they're like, who is that? And they're like, it's my cult leader. And they're like, they're all cool. <laughs> if you, if you enjoy that podcast, it's pretty, fun. your sense of humor is like a little dark different. and weird. Yeah. It's. Yeah. And so it, that's been hilarious all week to just read people's cult.
4: They have a Dan's only dating website now where it's just people. <laughs> have, it's people that have changed their, their mm. profile picture to Dan. Dan's com. That's <laughs> hilarious. It's
3: like a fa- it was a Facebook group with like half the people in the Facebook group had the same profile picture.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I left the Facebook group for a little while and then he said something about it on the show. And I was like, well, since Stan's actually like in it now, yeah. I'll be I'll be a part of it again. And it's gotten a lot better. It's mm-hmm. not as nearly as annoying. As it once was. You can go back about- like a hundred episodes and listen to why I left the group. There's a whole like two week.
3: it was a hundred percent accurate description because I was in it at the time and I was like, Oh yeah, it's kind of stuff.
2: So bad. Are they, we, could, uh, they are- were the reason that I got a thirty day comment ban through <laughs> all of Facebook. I couldn't I couldn't comment on anything. But they let me make posts, so I can make posts, and I would and make you were, things. You had to abandon them, and yeah, and then people will comment, like, "Please explain your position on this." And be like, "Sorry, bro, wait twenty eight days." Yeah. Sorry, sock account has to come yeah. back in. Ridiculous! Did you borrow Audrey's account for a while. No, I didn't. I don't get care a hold that of, much. Get a hold, of Ken and Gray. You can use. <laughs> <laughs> you can use Annie's account for a little while. Annie Gray. <laughs> yeah, I should have thought about that. This this was before his time, though. <laughs>
3: I know a couple people with alternate Facebook accounts for when they get banned.
1: Aaron yeah. Ewert, our friend, uh, Aaron Ewert is, uh, James McRussell. He's, he's currently serving his sentence and he's, he's come back as James McRussell. Uh, he, he keeps getting in trouble and the more Facebook bans you have, Cade, the shorter the leash. I don't want to yeah. brag
4: about yeah. my every now and then, seriously, every now and then I'll get hit with like a seven day ban for something that I posted about guns like five years, years ago. ago. Yeah, like how am I supposed to go back and wipe that? I don't know.
3: My brother got a 30 day ban, but I think they lifted it early for a picture that was obviously photoshopped of Hitler playing video games. <laughs>
2: That's and pretty funny. It was
3: like without comment. It was just like a, I was like, I'm like, okay, we get it." But like, it was it was a year and a half old.
2: Well, they didn't even send me a notification that I got a comment ban.
3: We should all go to parlor.
4: That's right.
1: <laughs> I've got my account. I haven't checked on it Jeremiah we had set up the episode parlor. a while ago. Uh, I'll check while we're here. And see if I've got.
4: Oh no! See if I'm
1: verified. <laughs> see what Brad Brews up to. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I don't know. I think. <laughs> gosh, I forgot. <laughs> I've forgotten everything I know. Remzo, I love you, Brad. That was just a joke. Remzo's in here. Remzo. Uh, of course, Remzo's on he there. Works for, he works, he works there. for them. I I know that. I uh, parlor was like a had Gregor, you
2: is the very first suggested page to follow. <laughs> I, I had to.
1: Todd Young. Jordan
2: Jordan Belfort is it he's on Parlor? That's the Wolf of Wall Street right, guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Click on his profile. I want to see what he's got to say.
1: There it's was just, more it's just him doing cocaine. All yeah. right, we're doing a Parlor dive. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. Last week it was Obelisk. Joined 8 days ago. Yeah, he's uh, he's been there for 8 days. Whatever. Uh, his his uh, uh tag is uh, Wolf of Wall Street. That's uh that makes sense. mm mm-hmm. Mhm makes sense. Uh, I see Reinhold or buddy Reinhold is in there, Ginger Anarchy. Oh, he does a podcast now. I do recognize That's some of these uh, some of these folks. Anyway, whatever. I I can't tell how many followers I have. I can't tell how famous I am. I this is useless. Terrible. Oh, I see kinda stuff like, from Remzo.
2: Kind of like I could Instagram doesn't let you know how many people have liked your content now. I don't have the links.
1: I have I, 13 followers and I'm I'm following 11 people. I have two votes. And two parlays, whatever. Two have parlays. Eleven people following. You. Yeah, I'm. Nice. I'm going pretty viral. <sighs> okay. Is Christmas canceled? What was you? You wanted to talk about Christmas. I didn't really want to talk about Christmas. I just was that you know, just filler. You didn't yeah. care.
2: But you guys already talked about it, so I forgot.
1: Or you were supposed
2: to talk about it. It was on the show notes for last week's show. What? It was. What? You, you asked if Christmas was canceled. Right. I think
3: we talked more about Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. So are you canceling Christmas at the, at the Dakota Davis household? Yep.
3: Christmas is gone.
1: I can't come over. yeah I mean, if we're going to do Christmas There'll different no this hay. year, it'll probably mean that I'm coming over. Because be, I don't normally come over for Christmas. There will be
2: no prime rib.
4: It's all gone.
2: Sorry, but that's the decision that Holcomb
1: had to make.
4: I'm making venison backstrap no matter what anyone says. I...
1: Now are you counting on killing another deer or have you actually had the no, self-control I've, to hold back I've, some backstrap? I've got some
4: in the freezer. Nice.
1: Did you bring us jerky? No.
4: Can I could I a I, year ago
1: you would have brought us jerky.
4: Right, but I ate it all. I ate all the jerky that I made. <laughs> <laughs> I ate it all. It's can not I, good.
2: Can uh, I order a, a whole rib roast from L K K
1: Farms? A little late now.
4: Uh, yeah. We're we're kind of backed up. Now.
1: Yeah, but yeah. do you know he's Dakota Davis and he's special. <laughs>
4: Want, well, want me to move the goalpost
1: for him? Yeah, guess I'm i mean, just I, certain. Certain animals are some take somebody else's Christmas dinner away from them. Holcomb <laughs> says they can't have it anyway, so let let Dakota yeah. have it.
2: Guess I'll just have to go to Ninth Town Locker.
4: It happens. <laughs> they're, still, they're still local. I'm not gonna. They're so them.
2: busy they can't even. They're not even taking deer anymore this yeah. year. Yeah,
4: well, they they get to about this point every year where they're like, yeah, we're done taking deer. We that's, split yeah. between. It's normally, that's why I go to Portland Fishers.
1: We split between the uh, the lNK and the uh, the Knightstown down has excellent sausage
4: yeah well, excellent I, sausage I love they have great
2: problems. I love the Knightstown locker one of my favorite things about there is the fresh meat counter you can go you can pack out the meat that you want to stock up in your freezer and then while you're there, you can be like, I would like two fresh filet mignons and you can go home, you can grill them up and they're
1: delicious. Yep. And you can get some, uh, you can get some dog food too. And then you, you can get little patties of that for yourself. Too. You can get elk meat. Unfortunately, and though, buffalo meat this time of the
2: year, because of all their custom orders, they need the space mm-hmm. where the fresh meat usually goes. And every time that that happens, I'm like, man, I hate deer
4: hunters. <laughs> <laughs> Just deer hunt yourself and then you got it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I should. No worries. Begin. It's just like a small elk. Now I'll have to come out to your house and
1: side in my <laughs> muzzle. Loader. We know Dakota would be his own processor. I would not. I, I teach have no him. idea how to do it. Dakota would, teach him. Dakota do it. would pull the backstraps and then run everything through the grinder.
4: Yep. <laughs> it would be
1: like. I want some forty of the... pounds of, of ground meat and and two backstraps and fillets. What I did with my hog. It's pretty close. You didn't cut out the pork
2: belly. Wow, we got a, we got like 12 packages of bacon. So we got that taken care of. But
1: This wasn't a self-butcher. This is what you did with with. This the,
2: is what I, I custom ordered. This way. Because shoes. I thought, you know, the world might be ending
1: pretty soon. Burger is very versatile. It's Do you just constantly mean, feel like the world is ending? I have to be prepared. You're conditioned at this point to think yeah. that the world is over. I've, you've lived through the worst pandemic of your life. Better have it,
2: not need it.
1: Constantly <laughs> think the world is ending. <laughs> It's been good, though. I made
2: a gigantic uh, pork burger and sausage meatloaf wrapped in bacon that I smoked on the pellet grill. Meatloaf.
1: And it was absolutely incredible. When you make your meatloaf, what song do you play?
2: I don't know. Probably something by Coulter Wall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two out of three or that out of hell.
3: I'm not I'm getting these references. Zach, these, would you help me? Yeah, Or Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Exactly. You, if you played Bad Out of Hell, the album version, you can only get, like, get it through twice before you're done smoking it. Because that song's <laughs> it's, it's, it's like long. Tw- yeah, it's like 12 minutes
2: long. Is it like Stranglehold by Ted Nugent? I like do just, the, just around the time you think it's going to end, it's got 15 love. more
1: minutes? Yeah. Hey, to do anything for Backstrap.
2: Right. Let's talk about the latest uh, problem in his But I County. won't do that. Oh, I know that song. Okay. I just didn't know that. It's
1: Meatloaf. Title. Yeah, so anyway.
3: uh,
1: our friend Chris Bilbury, former show guest here, he uh, he filed an open-door violation uh, complaint with the uh, Indiana Public Access Counselor's Office, and they picked it up, and they have sent an official letter to the president of the Henry County Commissioners, Ed Tarantino. We, I think we... Uh, refresh my memory producer Zach but we did plow this ground last week so now we're coming back to it as far as the story had already started yes and we've previously discussed that uh, the county is the county commissioners are making a transition from Joel Harvey to Martin Shields as their council yeah there's
2: just a couple things that I wanted to talk about this um, which was basically give folks a timeline of uh, how this is going to work out Ed Tarantino has until December 28th to submit a response
1: on behalf of the county, which will basically be his official excuse. Do you think his attorney that got wronged in this is going to be the one that does the response explaining why he wasn't wronged? I believe that he has to. (laughs) Which is hilarious. What a moment of irony. I love it. Or do you think the new attorney who got the job... Is going to, for free, explain why he should get the job and the other guy shouldn't. He doesn't get the job. He doesn't get to work on behalf of the county until
2: after January
1: 1st. Well, he doesn't get to be paid, but could he do the work for Hmm, free? I heard they keep meeting with him anyway. Allegedly
2: um and then so they have until december 28th to submit that response and then it's like january 12th of next year the public access council will finally make a decision they'll decide we'll the
1: if case. they're going to fire everybody or sue the county or and or then how, if we're gonna lose money how this gonna go there were some quotes from the courier times article our good
2: friends at the courier times media partners in henry county <laughs> and they were great um Mr. Tarantino, I'm just going to go ahead and read from it right now because I couldn't do a better job. Mr. Tarantino said that he was not surprised that Bilbrey filed a complaint against the commissioners. He's a troublemaker, Tarantino said. He has an interest in this, he has taken an interest in this county the last couple of years.
1: Oh, I, um, I'm very disappointed that I haven't had an official quote from a county official called me a troublemaker yet. I've tried. Yeah. I wish I really wish Yanos or Butch Baker or Kim Cronk or any of them had called me troublemakers. I never got that credit. Never got. We don't have that well, street. Credit. Maybe Betsy will call me a troublemaker. That would make me feel better. I bet that's Betsy that's would. the attack. It's not. I did something wrong. You just. I just, bet it, that you have said, been
2: called names. Oh, I'm worse. sure behind closed doors, just not to a <laughs> reporter. Yeah,
1: I'm a gigantic pain
2: in the ass. Maybe the public access counselor could drag that out of him. Maybe.
3: Yeah. His, his two pronged defense is. He's a troublemaker, the guy that filed troublemaker, and nobody cares who the attorney is. That's his two pronged defense. And
1: and who the hell is this guy? He doesn't live here anyway. Yeah. Uh, then the other, so that was hilarious. I thought that was pretty funny. And I, look, I like Ed. Ed's a nice guy, but this is just not gonna. It's not smart. You can't have meetings outside and make decisions outside and of public meetings.
2: He's been in office two. He's been in office two years. It's he not is like going he's to be our most senior county commissioner. Yeah, it's not like it's like. If this if this was like his first few months in office, you'd be like, "Not right. You shouldn't do that." But honest mistake. You're brand new at this. But after a few years,
1: you got to know what's right and what's wrong. Right. There's a there's a many 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 a uh, uh, give me a, uh, a a adjective here a, <laughs> a ton of watchdogs paying attention. Doing any of this right now outside of public meetings is a terrible decision.
4: I just I just want to point out it's that a I, terrible saved, decision. I saved my cherries and my drink for this portion of the show.
1: Ooh. Those are L and K cherries, I
4: yep. assume. Yes. Yeah.
1: First Get throw. your L and K cherries.
4: <laughs> Locally uh, grown.
2: Organic. And then I I thought the greatest thing in the article was what uh, uh, outgoing Commissioner Yanos. I, yep, Ed Yanos said. And he told the courier times that making major decisions in private violates the public's trust. I think the announcement that two commissioners and a commissioner elect decided to terminate the County attorney without public notice appears to violate expectations of reasonable observers. And then he had a a great line and I loved it. One of the greatest lines. One of the greatest lines. People have been saying it all day. It's one of the greatest lines that they've heard from the courier times in a long time. Yanos considers these impolite times in quotes in which many people hold elected officials in low regard and believe them to be corrupt commissioners Bush Baker Kim Cronk and I were accused of that many times during the debates on wind energy and now those who have triumphed in that debate are experiencing the coarseness of public criticism themselves Weird. couldn't have said it better myself I don't know what else to add he is so smart <laughs> <spot on. laughs> accurate it's just like got the train watching watching these people who for years have yelled in public meetings at the county council members and the county commissioners they're getting now they're getting yelled at by the public the deal and was now cut. they are we telling now they are telling the public who are standing where they were standing just a couple years ago to be quiet yeah it's amazing it's it's the perfect case of irony like this it could honestly be a comedic drama. That we're watching unfold, like it's it could be on an episode of Parks and Rec,
1: but it's our elected officials now. Yeah, yeah. Sad. Just, this is these are the people that our county has picked. These are these are competitively run races. These are the best, the very best that the Republicans can give us. Yep. These are the folks that keep winning the Republican primaries, and they are the very, very best that we have. From Donald Trump all the way down the line, this is the very best they have to offer.
3: I mean that, was, that there's was, a lot of chuckling in the producers yeah, I mean, what well, that was the irony though is that they've been screaming that all this shady back you know backroom dealings for years and they're doing kind of shady backroom dealings before some of them are even sworn into office I'm
4: yeah just, I mean like that's overachieving to like oh look you guys have gotten your first it just doubles down on the <laughs> irony that it's yeah. it's all wind retaliation. It's
1: the theme of the entire show. Yeah. The rules change, the goalposts change depending upon who's there, and what the guiding principle of myself and I think Dakota and and most of the other folks associated with the show has been the the lack of hypocrisy of actually having a backbone and standing for something. And if it's if your side wins, great. If your side doesn't win, that's fine too. But be principled in what you're doing, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that that's not exactly what's happening right now. Yeah. It's just it's very disappointing. And I fully agree that they should be able to pick their attorney. I think Joel Harvey is a great attorney. He's done very well for the commissioners, and it's possible that the council's going to retain him. And he's still going to be a county attorney to the Henry County Council. Uh, If the commissioners really want to use Martin Shields, that's fine. But they need to go through a process of public meetings to make that decision.
2: Annie Gray told me
1: that he's a a real estate attorney. Is that right? (laughs) These are small town attorneys. They'll do it all, man. They're all I mean, I honestly don't know the the background of Martin Shields. <laughs> if uh, if he if he's done any work for counties in the past, if he's done any municipal work, if he's done uh, county work, township government, I don't know. Hey, you I, read I, one contract. You read them all, right? They all passed the bar. <laughs> I don't know. But if that's if that's who the county commissioners think is going to best represent them, then that's fine. They probably should, if they're going to hire Martin, they should set up a a county contract with him that expires in February or March of the next year. They shouldn't set up a contract so that automatically re-triggers and you have to give somebody 30 days notice and you have to have lame ducks on the way out cancel it. Um, That that part is probably not the best. So I I really think that that's something they should do. If they want to correct this going forward in a, a, a good faith effort, when they present a contract to Martin Shields or whoever the new county attorneys are, those should now be set up so that they go off year to off year. So that folks are actually in office. They have time to give a 30 day or 60 day notice and they can do an interview. They can actually talk to people. They can deal with it. Yeah, we'll see.
4: We'll see yes. what happens.
1: I, I, and you know, I guess he's working for the same money. They didn't put it out for bid. They didn't open it up and solicit to all the other attorneys in town. Um, you know, think because they want, but they they're choosing the process and the process is of all of the options that are out there. This appears to be the worst possible path to go down to make this change. Yep. It's just, I don't know if,
2: if you don't laugh at it, then you'll get upset about it. It's kind of how it is. So you just got to look at it and go,
1: look at how ridiculous is this is my county I hope they're making a good choice. I honestly do because the county commissioners are incredibly powerful yes. and they enter into agreements for leases, for purchases, for, for long term agreements that are very important to the county. And they, you, it's not uncommon to see 10 year agreements happen. So in the next two years and the next four years with this set of commissioners and however long they, they stay, there are some very big issues that are going to come into this county and there are some important contracts and conversations that are going to happen. That the attorney needs to be damn good. And I know that they've been represented well by S- Scott Hayes, and I know they've been very well represented by Joel Harvey. I hope that whoever is next that they that they also are just as competent.
4: I just I just wonder how this sets the bar for any uh any projects that come down the pipeline for anyone that supported the wind projects. If they have to go to the county to ask permission for anything, how's that gonna pan out for those guys? Right. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll see how how the hypocrisy works out that's the end of the scheduled program uh producer zach you want to plug l and k farm while he's sitting right here
3: sure final thoughts (laughs) uh uh, they did
1: not look very welcoming they had orange barrels set up in the entryway
3: not really well then there's you can't even get in a beehive body company which is my cousin's like body products company that's based out of Mount Summit and then she when during the summer she'll be at, she's at L and K when they do their kind of farmers market setups on Saturdays. Um otherwise just yeah keep shopping local. I made the I some on Amazon and last time I saw it it was in the East China Sea. So <laughs> I'm not doing my part on that one. But
1: there was a big uh, a big container ship that lost about a about twenty five containers out in the ocean this it's probably uh, this last mine.
3: Week. So your your stuff, your Xboxes are probably in there everybody. Uh, I didn't didn't buy an Xbox yeah, some poor guy bought an Xbox secondary market because game systems were insane. He paid $800, and he got a cinder block in a box instead <laughs> of a PS5. <laughs> just buy them from stores, people. But other than Holy that, yeah. Just, $800. He paid yeah, like $800 and some dollars, and he was almost 900 and he just got a cinder block in a PS5 box. I was oh. like, Egh. Oh, wait. Was Cade going to talk about you know, the Facebook marketplace? Maybe that's his final thoughts. Yeah, it's gonna be oh, final yeah. thoughts. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun discussion earlier. Really. Other yeah. than that, just shop local and stay safe, and try to stay healthy.
1: Try not to give everybody the COVID. Yeah, don't be the reason somebody got sick.
4: Yeah. All right, Cade. Well, I always bring something for sale. Yes. What got, you got with Cade Coger? I've got a County Line TSC log splitter that I've okay. had for two years.
1: Actual retail value.
4: Like eleven hundred dollars, eleven hundred dollars,
1: and we're offering it today on the Boss Hog Marketplace for
4: seven fifty. Firm.
1: All right, now if somebody says sold and they want it in the chat, is that a binding agreement? It's binding. That is binding. Oh, you're selling it for <laughs>
2: seven hundred and fifty.
1: Yeah, I saw your listing. And I thought it said seven
2: thousand five hundred. No,
4: at first, and I was like, well, "That's
2: a Koger market." I was right like, there. "Oh, I had it on
4: Marketplace Ooh. for eight fifty because you always price it high. I expected to talk you down, but." If somebody wants to give me seven fifty, I'll take it. right Was there a touchdown? Okay. I thought there was not an extra yet.
2: zero on the back end, and I thought I looked at it, and I, I thought in my head like, "Wow, that seems really I,
4: I expensive." Just, it's just I just don't use it enough. I, I've I've honestly I've used it a half dozen times. Fourth and goal. You I, don't have like I split maybe two quarters with it. If wood or cup catches that's this, it. you don't have a wood. I'm going to win fifty five dollars. I do, but I just I I can just I can buy touchdown. a touchdown. I, I did it not win fifty five dollars. No more than I burn. Yeah. But I my air compressor took a shit on me, so I've got to get a new air compressor, so I figured I'd sell my wood and buy a nice air compressor. That's a good plan.
2: Yep. I like that plan. I have an air compressor tank if you want to buy a motor.
1: If you had Jared Goff with the
3: first that touchdown in tonight's
1: game, you won, everybody. 55-gallon tank. We'll get to,
2: together
3: later. This is two different shows. <laughs> I'm watching two different shows. We split off there for a yeah. second. <laughs> Jeremiah's over here losing money. Yeah. <laughs> so much for making up for the earlier week losses. And then there's just a delightful chat about a log splitter on <laughs> the other side of the table. And an air compressor. <laughs> and an air compressor.
4: That's
1: about as Indiana
4: as it gets, yeah. it?
1: Oh, damn it. I hope Cam Akers catches a touchdown, though. That's important later, too. And the Rams need to win. Dakota, D-squared, what you got for me?
2: Uh, Nothing as usual, really. Uh, can... In- Follow me on all the social media platforms if you want to, but I encourage you not to. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) um, also, uh, I brought three cups this uh, tonight, and they are being picked up by a good friend of ours later in the studio. So that is my encouragement to uh, everybody. And you've already missed your mark. If you wanted to, you got to buy for next Christmas at this point, don't you? You've got to. Yep. It's all booked up. Time for your Valentine's Cups. Yep. We're, she's already taken some for January. It's getting nuts over there at my house. We got her brand new workstation. She's set up right. Kate's wife bought one. And Chris
1: Guffey has one. Oh, I moved. I moved yeah. the cup. You saw it. You <clears throat> saw the movie. Cup. Um, it, it may have been damaged in the move. Did you drop it? I didn't drop it. Bull in a china shop? Jerry, you dropped the cup. So producer Chris, he's a lovely soul, but he doesn't take drawers out of anything when he moves them. Well, that's a shame. So all of the items were still in their, uh, their kitchen wire rack drawer. And those drawers weren't locked down. So in transit, one of them detached and the contents of the drawer were strewn about the, the, uh, the, the stock trailer. Oh my God! In the in the trailer in the trailer. So and then we moved we moved the dresser too, and guess what? They didn't take the drawers out of the dresser either.
3: Well, Guffy doesn't know how to move anything. All of Guffy's stuff probably he owns a it, toothbrush. It probably fit in the back seat of his truck.
1: Yeah, yeah. probably didn't even need the bed. He took a lot of pride in that he, he was like,
3: only going to move. Drain it. the air mattress, fold up the folding chair, and throw it in the back seat, and you're good. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. you his
1: can't forget his toothbrush the and odor. his comb. And uh, I think he threw everything else away and just bought new at CVS. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we did. He did have a, a, a very pale white look on his face when we just kept moving things into the house. Just item after item after item. And he's just I bet he you did. could see the overwhelming look on his face. of I'm not used to any of this. I wonder how that transition's been going. I'm sure it's going great. we will talk to him later. Maybe that's why he couldn't make it tonight, because he's still just looking at all these things going on. sitting in the corner. Going, just shaking. Shaking. Is that an end table? Where did I get a? (laughs) Where did I get a fifth couch? I don't know. Five couches. No, there was there was a big sectional, Mm. uh, and that uh, it was somewhat heavy. I did keep pushing my age. I lied about my age a few times because Mason and Chris were there, and every time a heavy object come up, came up, I would remind them, and I'm damn near (laughs) forty. And I would say, I don't want to move that washing machine.
2: Sounds like a weak excuse to me. It's pretty heavy. I did a lot. I did a lot of the. No factor, Jeremiah. Your friend has to move. Good. You have the opportunity to help a friend.
1: You know, I'm trying to remember where you were. (laughs) He didn't ask me. I would have gladly helped. I was doing nothing. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. You guys were sending pictures of me moving. And I was like, cool. I was like, okay. You've fallen so far out (laughs) of the conversation with Guffy that you don't. He doesn't even ask anymore. No. Well, that's That's it. It is sad. We'll find something. He didn't even he didn't even send me a message. Maybe he doesn't want you to know where he lives. Probably it. It could be the problem. All right. Well, that's enough of this. We'll be back on Thursday of next week. It's going to be a great show. We'll see what it is, but it'll be a great show. Dakota promises to maybe come and we'll
0: uh, we'll go from there. We'll build
1: off that. We'll be back together next week, everybody. Be safe.
0: and we have many other podcasts like the chris spangle show upward the cost raw audio politics miranda's world and tad talk which is quite a ride so check all of these out go to we libertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts thanks for listening thank you for listening to the we are libertarians network get our other shows at we libertarians.com